Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and You want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much In this 60-minute masterclass, y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Bonjour! Little bit of a different setting today. I am currently recording from my small apartment in Geneva. So apologies for the audio, if it echoes a little. I'm sitting in a different spot. All YouTubers know the pain, but like this is how we're figuring out (laughs) there's like a pillow here to help with the echo in this apartment so 
bear with me but the show must go on i'm currently traveling because it's fun because i'm making the most of the fact that i work 100 percent remotely and this has been a time where i have been feeling immensely grateful that i get the opportunity to work with women like you getting to help them get their periods back and do it all remotely and kind of live the life that I want to be living. So first of all, thank you for watching this YouTube video because that helps me to make ad income or for being a client or a member of the HA Society or in any of the ways that you can support us. So thank you for supporting us by being here and like letting me kind of like live my life. But today's actual point of this video is uh, to talk about the second ovulation. So I've done videos in the past talking about the second and third period and, and the challenges that come with that. And I've been clear in the past in saying like, look, the following periods, they should come. And if they don't, it's likely a, the case that you have reverted to some old habits. But look, I want to revisit this and add some more information and reassure you that just because your second period doesn't come on day 14, right, which is like classic textbook, hey, day 14 is average woman. Because the reality is the average woman actually cycles more like in the day 20s. And in practice, right, with all of the women that I work with, I see cycles every day. I just don't see them on day 14 very regularly. So I want to give you some of the facts and reassure you that if you're waiting for your second or third period and you're wondering what to expect, give you some reassurance that there's actually quite a bit of a range of normal and that you shouldn't worry. As long as you're continuing to eat, continuing to look after yourself, not really changing a lot of what you've been doing to get your first period, then the second and third will probably be on its way. So I'm going to reference a blog post done by Nicola Rinaldi, who wrote No Period, Now What? She did a survey, and so this is just one survey, but it does kind of reflect what I see in practice. So I'll share the details. Here is my trusty laptop. So 23% of the women who had recovered their period ovulated before cycle day 14 in their next cycle. Then 30% of the women had ovulated before cycle day 21 of their next period. Four women, so 7% of the women ovulated before cycle day 28, and another five, so 9% ovulated by cycle day 35, so that's 70%. 18% ovulated by cycle day 60, and 11% by cycle day 90, and then there was this one woman who wasn't until cycle day 130. So alone, those are just a bunch of stats and they do help you to feel a little bit more normal if you're landing within that range, right? Especially, obviously, the majority. So this is really well and good and helpful to know. But what I want to express is on their own, this bunch of stats is really helpful for you to see where you land and if you're in the range of normal. And the range of normal is actually kind of big. And I'm sharing these stats because I do also see this in practice. I see a lot of women's charts, a lot of women ovulating, and it does range anywhere from like day 14 to day 20. 
25 and I consider those normal because as we keep going, we see those parameters either stay consistent or improve. It's those women who are falling out of that range, right? Like longer than cycle day 25 and I'm, I'd probably say cycle day 30. If they're next one, they don't ovulate till cycle day 30. That's okay. We're going to still be consistent and wait and see what happens the next cycle. Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things, but in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference even we have created a checklist it's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery and it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and it will be waiting for you there. If the third or fourth cycle look exactly the same, then I'm going to interview you. What did you change? What's looking different? Because what this tells us is that everyone is different and there's a certain level of getting used to things, rebuilding resistance, rebuilding allostasis that the body needs. There's a certain amount of that that the body needs to get back on track. And so we're going to be patient. We're not going to look at every little one-off event and think, oh my gosh, what you, what's wrong? We're going to look for patterns. Is it helpful if you didn't ovulate to cycle day 25 to go through the checklist of everything I'm doing? Yes, it is. I have a planner called the Period Recovery Game Planner, which is really helpful for you to always have on hand that basically takes you through the checklist of all the things that could potentially get in the way of your cycle. And you can go through it and see, do these apply to me? And it helps you sort of look objectively at your lifestyle behaviors and nutrition and see, am I on track or am I not? And you can check in with that. 
But otherwise, if you feel like you're doing everything that you did to get your first period, you didn't change anything and you still didn't ovulate to cycle day 30, do not stress until it's happening for multiple cycles in a row, right? Give your body space, be patient. Now, if it is happening for multiple cycles in a row, it's not super normal, okay? And unless you have a different condition now, like PCOS or something, which is unlikely but go get it checked out go through that list i mentioned get the recovery game planner or just like check in on what are the things that i was doing when i recovered my first period that i've backed off on now have i started exercising more have i started eating less am i feeling more stressed because that is the type of thing that delays ovulation so in short, there's a wide range of normal for when your second and third periods can come. And anywhere between 14 to 30 days is within a level or within the range of do not panic. You are doing fine. Anything from the range of like 25 to 30, it's good to just check in. Make sure, double check you haven't snuck into any of those past behaviors. Otherwise, stay calm, see what happens next month. If period three, four, five are all still having ovulations that are like cycle day 30 or longer, check in on that. And then if your second cycle was like 60 days, 45 to 100 days, something like that, I think that there's still some things that possibly your body's asking for. And it's not necessarily that you are doing behaviors that aren't serving you, right? It's possible that you're just not quite balancing your blood sugar enough, that there's a lot going on in your plate, that you're super busy and maybe you think you need to handle all of those things, but you actually can't handle all of those things. And that is okay. We just need to see it and face it. So I hope that this is helpful. I hope that you feel encouraged or at least like you have some guidance if this is something that you're wondering. And if there's any way that I can help you, if you would like to work with us to optimize your cycle, wear down. We don't only work with women with HA, we work with women who are, you know, still trying to get their cycles in check, still trying to get pregnant, things like that. More than honored to help you with that. Or download the Period Recovery Game Planner. Just go to the hasociety.com forward slash store and you'll find it and you can keep that on hand and use that as a tool anytime that you want to check in on on you and your life because these things that these behaviors that got us in HA in the first place they were really deeply ingrained habits it's super easy to fall back on them there's no shame it makes total sense in fact if you are someone who's able to recover and then never ever accidentally slip back into old habits or old coping mechanisms you're amazing that's incredible and if you you did like i do you just need something or someone to help you check in on it and it's a lifelong process and that's totally fine and totally normal so again i hope this was helpful thank you so much please subscribe to this channel if you're watching on youtube please subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on the podcast and we cannot wait to see you guys next week bye for now Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. 
So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, AFHASociety at the checkout, That will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of HA and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything you know you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. 
So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.